Possibilities, a podcast for those who are ready to evolve into unstoppable, intuitive, and resilient entrepreneurial leaders. Every episode features successful business thought leaders who share their wisdom about insightful topics that help you amplify how you do business and serve yourself and others. Get comfortable and have fun as you listen to your host, Terry Wilderman, have lively conversation with her guest. Here's Terry. Welcome, everyone, to Awaken the Possibilities. This is your host, Terry Wildeman, and I bring you dynamic, wonderful folks every single week that are going to teach you, share with you, guide you, give you information that you need in that moment to help you grow your business and or life. It is completely up to you how you choose to use this information. But what I will tell you is when you listen, you are going to find exactly where this information fits. It always happens. Always, always happens. Today, I have a guest who is really, really special. All my guests are special. They're all special. But this specific person is special to me because as a military spouse married to someone who's been in retired from the Navy for 25 years, who for the last 25 years is still teaching our men and women at the U S Naval war college. And my having a daughter who is a Lieutenant commander in the Navy, this person is doing work that is absolutely spectacular. I would like to introduce you to Mr. Sean Douglas. He is a U.S. Air Force veteran. He's a TEDx speaker. He's a master resilience implementer and suicide awareness trainer. He's a business positioning strategist, international radio show host of Life Transformation Radio, and an author. But most importantly, especially when it comes to our men and women who are veterans, he is a suicide survivor who hit rock bottom. He believes that you were created for a purpose. And once you unlock your true potential, you will elevate your life, which is why he founded the Success Corps. Sean works with entrepreneurs, speakers, and business owners to improve their positioning in the marketplace, which increases profitability while decreasing their anxiety and stress so their business thrives. Welcome to Awaken the Possibility, Sean. It is so, I, I'm, I, I just am honored to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I am beyond excited to be with here with you. Well, you've, you are doing quite a bit. And um, our topic for today is getting into marketing. But before, before we go there, I would love for you to speak a little bit about the work that you're doing for our veterans, because it really is important for the folks to know about you in that regard, as well as in marketing. So can you share a little bit about that, please? Yeah, I have been a master resilience implementer since 2014 and i've been a suicide awareness trainer for the military uh, since about 2014 and what i love about it is i've spoken for uso i've spoken for uh different military bases i've been i've been traveled or or brought out to uh different military bases and i i, I speak for programs like the yellow ribbon club which is a garden reserve program for pre and post deployers um, in the Air National Guard. Uh, 
Nice. So they come with their families and we go to St. Louis or Orlando or you know, wherever it's going to be, West Coast. But it's all the same. It's the worry. It's the anxiety. It's yes. the unknowing of what's going to happen while I'm gone. So maybe the guard members aren't gone, you know, 200 days a year. Uh, maybe they're gone 90, maybe they're gone 120, 180, uh, or maybe they are gone two or 300 days, right? So sometimes it's, it's a quick 90 days and out, 120 days and out or something, or it could be a one-year deployment. Like, you know, you never really know. But the families are the ones that suffer just as much. So we talk a lot about the families and we talk about the ones that are left behind. Everybody wants to thank the service member, but nobody thanks the spouse and thanks the kids, you know, for, for sticking around. Cause a lot of times when, when people go deployed, they get home to an empty house. That's a, that's a complete realization mm-hmm. that, well, he's gone. I'm going to bail, mm-hmm. you know? So, so we talk a lot about suicide awareness. We talk a lot about, what it takes to be resilient in and out of the desert, even in your career, even when you're at home in and out of relationships, how do you become resilient through all that? And dad has been doing that since 2014. Good for you. And as a military spouse, I get it with having been, uh, being one of those spouses waiting for their husband to come back and taking care of a little four year old and a two year old and on and on in these long deployments. And, you know, it's interesting because, uh, I have folks, I have friends of mine who, oh, my husband's going away for a week and they're falling apart because the husband's going away for a week. I'm like, really? <laughs> oh boy. I know. And uh, so I, I don't mean to demean that. It's just that my experience is so different. A military spouse's experience is so mm-hmm. different. And these mm-hmm. deployments, you know, uh, it, it can be very, very intense. So thank you for the work that you do for them. I really, really do appreciate. So I'm curious now, you've been out of the military for how long? Uh, I've got one more year before I retire. Oh, one more year before you retired. Okay, I thought you had already retired. Yep. All right, yep. so one I'm, more year. Yep, one more year and I'm retired. One more year and you're retired. After how many years? 20. 20 years, congratulations. So how is it that you got into marketing or helping businesses evolve with their marketing this is a story i can't wait to hear (laughs) (laughs) well i was serving overseas and i I loved the different types of music and i was hanging out at a lot of different bars and clubs and then i started helping out at, at at the enlisted club on base and then i started getting booked at other bars and country clubs and different things and i just it just kind of happened uh i i knew that coming from an entrepreneurial family, I knew I wanted to be able to build something for myself. And that's what I wanted to do. So I pretty much started DJing and, and running sound and stuff for um, awards, dinners and conferences and summits and all that. And then by 2008, we had a videographer, photographer, other AV guys and DJs and we were you know, helping people put their conferences together. We were doing marketing because we were taking videos from that conference and taking it and making a marketing video out of it for their very next conference to try to get people in the seats for next year or maybe it was a quarterly thing and we were doing marketing videos. We were um, creating videos for people's weddings 
So we wow. had the, we had the there's a lot of times where we would go to a wedding. I'm like, why is there not a videographer here? Like getting the things on video. Like that's right, what matters, right? Right. right? right. This is 2004, five, and six. 2004, five, and six. I mean, we're like heavily into video because I knew that that's where it's going to go. Well, now we got Facebook Live, we got Instagram Story sure. Live, yep. Instagram TV. We've got, you know, YouTube is huge. So everybody wants to create a vidcast now, a video podcast called vidcast, trying to create their own category. But I knew that when you, take video and you capture the emotional vulnerability of people in the moment. Yeah. There's nothing more genuine. There's nothing more authentic than that. And that's what we built our business on. We built our business on the genuine, the genuine and authentic emotions that people displayed in the best times of their, of their life. And isn't that important, Sean? Uh, you know, sometimes people say, Oh, marketing, it's such a dry topic. But in fact, no it's not. It's an emotional topic. It is. Because when you really market your business well, you know what the pain points are of a business. And when you create marketing that really connects with the pain point of the individual, that's where the magic happens. Don't you agree? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is emotional. Marketing is emotional. If you were to say... Hey guys, I got this podcast and you should listen to it because it's really good. It's not great marketing. But if you said, man, are you struggling? Are you beating yourself over the head every day wondering why it's not working for you? Are you broke? Do you have a family that you're trying to feed and you're wondering how they're going to think about you when you go and file for bankruptcy because you can't find a job, but then you can't make your entrepreneurial venture work. And so now you feel like a failure. Like I'm hitting on all the emotional things that people like, yes. do you ever feel like you're not good enough? Yeah. People secretly, secretly, people think that they're not good enough. Of course. The show's not yeah. good enough. Nobody's listening. They're waiting for this, for this physical validation. Like, uh, where's my podcast numbers at? Oh my gosh, my podcast numbers aren't growing. I must, I must be horrible. I must suck. How come my followers on social media aren't growing? Oh, I must be horrible. Nobody wants me. How come people are unfriending me? Like who, who unfriended me? I got to know who unfriended me now. Like, why did you unfriend me? Like, what did I you do? You know what? When people unfriend me, I'm grateful. <laughs> well, that, because yeah, that's they're not my audience. Place. Yeah, that's they're a special place. Yeah, that's yeah. a special place. Yeah, that's a very special place to get to. And, um, you know, sometimes you make people mad and they unfriend you. But mm. why would you put your value into people on social media anyways? Yes. Unless you are like really good friends. Like I'm very good friends with a lot of people on social media. Like you and I talk on social media, but we have done it offline too, right? Yes. But there yeah. are people that I have never met on social media, uh, outside of social media, people that I've never met who I have the very utmost respect for. And I've never met them outside of social media. We have talked about conversations about yeah. conversations upon conversations. But then there are those that people are like, well, I'm out. I'm like, I don't even know you, but okay, cool. Bye. <laughs> like, you know, sorry. Sorry. I don't know. Sorry. So, yeah. I, and, I, and you know, I it's find funny. It hard. Guys, go you find it hard that what? Yeah, I, I find it hard to put validation in somebody. Like, like, if you derive your value from the way other people feel and think and believe about you, yeah, you got some issues, some deep well, issues. You know, there's a very good friend of mine says that it's none of your business what other people think about you. Think about it. It's none of your business what other people think about you. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's mm -hmm. about... Mm -hmm. Because you're not everybody's cup of tea. 
You're, right. you're just not. That's something and you have to be comfortable with, though. Some people some, are comfortable with that. Yes. And some people are very uncomfortable with that. And I know for me, I, I mean, myself personally, it took me a long time to get to that place. Mm-hmm. You know what? What really cracks me up is when I, uh, I'm in conversation with some of my group members and they panic because people unsubscribe from their newsletters. Yeah. And I say yeah, to I them, I said, don't you get it that when you unsubscribe, when people unsubscribe from your newsletter, you are opening the door to allow the people who really want to be a part of your life to come in. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with Facebook, uh, social media, LinkedIn, whatever social media platform that you're on. When these people leave, it opens the door energetically for the right people to step in. Yep. And Nailed it. That, Nailed it. That's how I look at it. Just yep. bye. Yep. That's okay. Again, that's, a, that's, a special, that's a special place to get to. Right. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't that comfortable. Yep. 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 Oh, they're, they're just, See? They're just this not. is important. When, when the bells ring, that means that something that you said is really important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. believe that, that until you get to that place where not everybody, like they say that you got to pick and choose your battles. You can't fight every battle You to pick and choose your battles. Well, you can't, you can't, praise everybody you can't be friends with everybody you can't you know reach everybody but when you try to reach everybody even at, let's say in marketing if you try yes. to reach everybody you hit nobody exactly because you don't have a oh target. my gosh yes and that's, secondly that's so true and secondly which is the most if, if nobody else listens to anything about this show and they think the show is a waste of time this is the moment where you lean in and you t- take notes Yes. The moment, <laughs> the moment you worry about unsubscribes is the moment you alienate those that love you. I love that. If you're worried about people unfriending you and unsubscribing that. from you, yeah. you are forgetting the other 90% of people who absolutely live and die by your content, yeah. who are absolutely your loyal followers, your fans, people who are on your newsletter because you give such amazing content. When you, yep. it's, it's like when you go and chase and count other people's blessings, you miss your own blessings in your life. Yeah. It's the same concept. Stop Absolutely. counting other people's blessings and start counting your own blessings. Your if own somebody blessings. walks away, then walk away. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if somebody wants thing, to go, then go. And here's the thing with your marketing. So, so let's, let's uh, align this now where, where marketing is concerned. There are certain ads that I see on TV, mm-hmm. uh, specifically the car ads, which is really interesting. They've become very mushy. Uh, and, and some of them are, I'm like, hey, I like that ad. And my husband just looks at me and says, I would appreciate it. I'd like the ad, but they, I know that they're not following through on the ad. That's mm-hmm. the part that bothers me about marketing. When you put an ad there, that an ad out there, whether it's car, pizza, I don't care who it is. A marketing ad is about you, who you are, mind, body, and spirit in your business. If you don't follow through with the promises that you're making in those ads, mm-hmm. what happens, Sean? You tell me. Uh, you're going to shut down. 
people, where's going to spread? You know, it literally, it's going to, you're going to be shut down. If you don't follow through words, word travels. Mm-hmm. Especially in the age of social media. Oh yeah. Especially in the age of social media. So uh, what other tidbit do you have to share in marketing specifically for entrepreneurs who are looking for that magic pill or that magic there, there isn't whatever one. there isn't a magic pill Tell it's me testing it, it's testing it's mm-hmm. testing and testing and testing and testing and testing and testing and testing over again okay. just because one facebook ad doesn't work doesn't mean facebook ads as a system doesn't work mm-hmm. just because you roll okay first of all half the people that i've talked to don't even know the capabilities that are out there for marketing anyways what they read about is I must have a funnel because I'm one funnel away and I'm one webinar away. Well, I will tell you right now, and I believe this wholeheartedly. That's cool. You're a two comma club winner with click funnels. That's amazing. You sold, you sold 5,000 people into a $250 program or a $2,000 program. Or, you know, if you do the math, what's that come out mm-hmm. to, right? If you sell 5,000 people into a $2,000 program, I guess, is that a, is that a million dollars? I don't know, but maybe it's a $2,000 online course and all you did was build a funnel and build a course one time and now it's evergreen. That's not a business to me. That's not a mm-hmm. business. All you have is a funnel that, that has leads come in and you draw money and, and, and they're watching your, your $2,000 course. Explain to me how you are affecting people's lives. Like Thank what you. are the results that you get people putting somebody in front of an online course is the same thing as putting your six and seven year old in front of a TV and expect them to parent. The TV is not the parent. The funnel is not the coach. I cannot stand people who live and die by funnels. Like, Oh, my, my funnel business, my funnel business. That's cool. How do you know if you're affecting people? All you did was get a million dollars. All you did was get X amount of money. But did you get feedback? Did people say, oh my gosh, that was the best course I've ever had? Did anybody say that I raised my yearly revenue by 30%? Like, what's the feedback? I guarantee you they probably don't have a lot of testimonials and they probably don't have a lot of feedback. Or it's the same people giving feedback over and over and over and over again. You know, on every single thing you do, those are the same three people. You can see that those are the three people that give testimonials because you're doing the same thing for their 10 products and somebody else's 10 products. That's where I think coaches are underrated. And if you're not willing to invest in in a coach and invest in yourself, then no one's going to invest in you. So trolling the internet for free knowledge is is a useless strategy to build your business. Let me share something with you about the free knowledge from a law of attraction perspective. Mm -hmm. Because that's one of my pet peeves. That is one of my pet peeves. Yep. Uh, And my audience knows... My, my audience knows I am into releasing emotional baggage. I'm a law of attraction junkie. And my course, Limitless Prosperity, we're getting into all of this stuff. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. And if all you're going after is free, trust me, that's the client you're attracting. If all you are doing is free, going after free, com- free information, free knowledge, free this, free that, free this, free that. Mm-hmm. Guess what you're attracting into your own business? Everybody who wants free. So then you're saying to me, well, why aren't people paying me? Why can't I find a paying client? What's up with this? Well, uh, are you paying other people their value? Are you paying other people for their worth? Mm-hmm. Are you 
passing it forward? Well, no. Hello. This is called a process. What you, you know, what you think about comes about. And if you're always thinking about getting free, 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 those are the kind of clients you're going to be getting free, 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 free. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, preach, preach it. Well, but it is, it's, it's like, you know, preach what it. you think about comes about what you think about comes about. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. There's so many times where like I have a, like a $47 guy that literally gets speakers booked to speak like hands down. What are the best on the, on the market? Yeah. There's people that will say, well, would you do a discount? Dude, it's a guide. You just read it. It's a book <laughs> like a discount. You want what kind of discount do you want? I mean, I sell it for like 40 bucks. Like you really want a discount or you want a half off? Like you want to pay, you don't want to pay. If you're not willing to pay $40 to level up into the, into the next level. And to me, that tells me that you are not worth $40. Why would somebody pay you to speak? If you're not willing to pay yourself. to That's the piece right there. If you're not willing to invest in your own education. Yep. Where is the energy going? And again, yep. law of attraction for the speakers who are looking at what you are offering. Yep. It does resonate. Words resonate. People can feel it when there's inauthenticity. People can feel it when the integrity isn't there. Mm -hmm. So when we pay for what we want what we, and what will help us get to the next level, there is a vibrational evolution that happens that is absolutely fantastic. So Sean, I'm curious to hear about your experiences with that kind of thing. Well, I've always been the one to, to invest, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell anybody else. I mean, I've paid, I probably pay a solid, um, I probably pay a solid fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars a year just on learning my own stuff. Everybody's yeah. like, "Oh man, you got Google, you got YouTube, you got yeah, sure." Yeah. But can you ask like Google a question and get the exact answer mm -hmm. that that might be your breakthrough? Can you ask YouTube your exact answer, and it might mm -hmm. get you your exact answer that's going to be a breakthrough having the experience of somebody in your corner is the most valuable investment you can ever make yep absolutely ever. you can watch every tony robbins video that you want the problem with watching videos and reading and everything is that we interpret it how we want it to be interpreted which means that's true that there is zero accountability and you could take this to the bank. Think about religion. When people read it, they interpret it to whatever it means for their life. Is that how it means? Right? But I mean, that's the, that's the case every single day. That's what happens. So when you read a book, when you watch a Tony Robbins video, you are deriving whatever meaning it is that you want to derive from that video and how it pertains to your life. You're trying to mold that video or that pamphlet or that book or that guide, whatever, that free piece of marketing, you are trying to mold it to fit your life 
and you're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. It's the opposite. And it's out of integrity. It is. You need to mold yourself to fit that marketing and what that means. Because it might be that, whoa, I didn't like what Tony said there. I didn't like what this person said there. I didn't, I didn't like what I read there. That's, that's deep. I'm not ready for that. So I'm going to turn it around and I'm going to put it back into my comfort zone and I'm going to stick in my comfort zone. And this is what this means. And if you have a coach, coach is going to call your bluff and a coach is going to call you out and give you some uh, accountability and some humble pie and go, Nope, that's not what that means. And so people are forced to have accountability and people are forced to get real vulnerable real fast. And you know, um, this just happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, I mentioned this course that I'm doing at Limitless Prosperity. Well, the very first module is about holding the mirror up and Mm -hmm. answering these questions uh, on what is holding you back, what is blocking you. And these are all fear questions. And I got, it was very interesting to see who sort of went, whoa, I don't want to look at this. And it's like, you don't get it. Unless you clear out that emotional baggage, those fears that are holding you back, you're never going to cross the finish line. You're just going to keep getting to the finish line doing the back paddle shuffle. Okay. Ah, Because you can't get over. (laughs) It keeps up sabotaging itself and doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. We got to get rid of, of, of that stuff. So you are so spot yep. on with what you're talking about. It, it's like, you've got to be in alignment. You've got to be in integrity. So when it comes to your marketing, your marketing also has to be in alignment and in integrity, not only with who you are, mm-hmm. but who your ideal client is. So Sean, can you talk about the ideal client and marketing place? Ooh, so it depends on what you want to happen. Marketing should have a result. Mm-hmm. If I say I have a program, product, or service, or I'm trying to market something, yeah. what do you want to happen once they buy it? Yes. Most people just go for the sale. I'm trying to market for a sale. Okay, somebody bought it. Next. But you didn't capitalize on what happens after the sale. Mm-hmm. most of okay think about it this way it costs more money to onboard a client than it does to retain the clients you already have absolutely if you just keep the customers that you have ongoing you would cost co- it would cost less money and you would have more revenue mm-hmm. because now you're building a tribe and now you're building a community and now you're yes. building a family Yes. Constantly onboarding. All you're doing is, is rushing through leads, trying to find a yes, just get a sale. And here's the thing. If you're only going after the sale, Mm -hmm. they're not going to, people don't buy from those they know, like, you know, people buy from those they know, like, and trust. If you're only going after the sale instead of, What's the opposite of that, Sean? Uh, Well, you got to do business with people that that you also, in turn, would know, like, and trust. I would think because Mm -hmm. I don't want to work with somebody who I I, you can just feel it. You just feel like when you have a discovery call or a conversation, like I don't know if this person's really in it. Like I I don't know if their if their intentions or their values are in line with mine. Mm -hmm. I want to work with somebody who is in alignment with what. 
I want to produce in the world, yeah. what I think my message or what I can do for them would change their life, right? Like that's, yes. that, I want to work with somebody who is completely in alignment. That's yes. not to say that I'm fixed minded or I'm set in my ways. It's just, I know that it takes a lot of work to bring that horse to water. <laughs> and I don't feel like shoving somebody's head under the water and making them drink. Yeah, I'm just not in the business of force feeding and spoon feeding inspiration to somebody. If and that's what my dad always it. said. My dad always said, you can take the horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, he always said that. And, and you're absolutely right, Sean. It's, it, it's the amount of, um, you know, it, it's interesting. I get a lot of folks who, who, and you and I were talking about this right before the podcast about guests on our shows and, and how we get them and what we do and all that other good stuff. Mm -hmm. And what's fascinating to me is that those guests who have reached out to me and, you know, most of the folks that I bring on, by the way, I hand select like you, I hand select. We've been, trying to, we've been trying to get you on the show for how long? A year? Oh, at least. <laughs> <laughs> and, so busy. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing is that I know, like, and trust you. Okay. So when people Likewise. say to me, Oh, I, I want to be on your show and I don't know these folks and 90% I hand select the other 10%. I just, you know, I said, okay, I'll, I'll intuitively say, okay, right. Guess what happens? They don't follow up. They, they're, they're, they're on the show. They, they don't, there's no value for the host. It's just, I want to be on their show. I want to market my stuff and they're gone. Yeah. Because and they're self-serving. It's all self-serving. It's all self-serving. Yep. And self -serving. I have a real hard time with that. And so I just stick to my guns. I'm like, ah, hand selection, hand selection. Because yep. I know that the people that are on my show are going to really serve my audience from a place of integrity because they're going to follow through with me and we're going to be able to repeat their shows over and over and over and over again. Yep. Yep. 100%. And that's marketing. A lot of times I've learned that my guests won't market my show. So I'll just tag them in Facebook posts and LinkedIn posts, social media posts. I'll just tag their profile. So now you got to share it. <laughs> one way to do it. That's one I'm just way saying, to do it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not lying. If you're not going to share my stuff, I'm going to make you share it because I'm going to tag you. And then it's going to like automatically make you share it. <laughs> well, it, it does for, it, it does for the podcast. You're absolutely right. So right. Sean, um, we're getting short on time here. Uh, what is the best piece of advice, marketing advice that you give entrepreneurs that the Awaken the Possibilities audience can take home with them? Wow. Uh, the best piece of advice I can give somebody for marketing. Yep. Market the problem, not the solution. Very interesting. Market the problem, not the solution. I love it. Tell me a little bit more about that. Because what, prob you know, what problem do you solve? There you go. Thank you. Because some people aren't going to get that. What problem right. do you solve? If you have a, let's say that you have a service where um, you market somebody's clothing line, a Shopify store, e-commerce or whatever. 
instead of saying these t-shirts are amazing and they're beautifully designed and you should buy one, what problem does that clothing line solve? The reason I want you to know that is because that clothing line might be that half the proceeds of the clothing line that sells goes to a nonprofit for sex trafficking children and women. Uh, a section of the proceeds might go towards the LGBT community. Um, that clothing line might have inspiring words on it for high school kids and a message of bullying is, is wrong or whatever. And we have a high rate of bullying inside of, of high schools across the country. Yes. So if you think that what your message is, should be heard by high school people, then you need to be putting a message out there marketing the problem. Hey, do you feel bullied? Do you feel this? Do you feel this? Do you feel this? Right? If you feel this way, this clothing line will help. Mm -hmm. Like, nice. like you just talk about the problem, not the solution. Oh, by the way, I have this shirt. And, this yeah, and I'm going to give you another one. I'm going to, I'm going to give yeah. you another one. I have to share this along the clothing yeah. line for women of a certain age. There's a t-shirt and guess what? Mm. The sleeves go, what is so beautiful about this t-shirt? What is the problem? The sleeve goes to about here. And mm -hmm. what does it do? It helps to hide that area that women yep. don't like. That's what yep. we're talking about. Helps hide their wings. <laughs> I have no wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're so right though. Like, like, cause they're so afraid of it, like pulling down and like, right. So you make a shirt yeah. like, Hey, are you embarrassed by your underarm sagging? If you are, I have a shirt for you. That's, there that's, that's emotional marketing. It's it emotional, emotional marketing. marketing. It's, it's fantastic. Emotional marketing. But that's so, what, that's what market that's true marketing though. True yeah, marketing, is marketing is supposed to tug on your heartstrings in order to get a response from you and not in yeah. a sleazy, slimy, spammy way either. Like you see on social media, like, Hey, do you want to make a million dollars? Buy Bitcoin. You know, like it's about it's making you. a difference in humanity. And that's it really is. the bottom line with marketing. It when is. your marketing is in integrity and it's in alignment, you are making a difference for another human being. When you're making 100%. a difference for another human, human being, you are creating the node like and trust factor and people want to mm -hmm. buy from you. And that's how you make a difference in the world. But if you go into it, I want to sell, 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 sell. Forget about mm -hmm. it. it. It's not going to last very long. You know what the best marketing strategy is? Tell me. I want to hear. Give everything away for free. There you go. And then what happens? People actually see the results that you can get them and it makes them want to work with you. Yep. Only if they I want to pay the money you. though. <laughs> I, can't what I'm even tell you. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many people were like, I was kind of on the fence of working with you, but man, you gave me that one piece of advice and Oh my gosh, my business go. is now crushing it. I want to dive deeper. Like what else do you know? And that's different, by the way, what you just suggested, because I know people are going to say this about uh, because of what we talked about earlier in the show, but you're giving it all away. Didn't you say not to do the free thing? This is different. When you give things away, it's because you intentionally are in alignment with who you are and you want to share your information with people. Yep. Whether people buy it or not, that's not part of the equation. 
we're giving things away. And if people really like what they read, it will help to enroll them into your program, whatever. Now, I will say this, Sean, there are some folks yeah. who, who I've talked to is, I give so much away for free. Why don't people buy my stuff? Because it seems like they're only waiting for the free thing. Well, that's when it's got to be, it's, it's yeah, marketing savvy. It's when to know when to interject. You can give free mm -hmm. gifts. You can give free this. However, it's important to know when to interject the offer. And mm -hmm. the, yeah, and we're not talking about an offer that's a bazillion dollars. You know, it's about scaling the offers up. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. You know how many times that I've seen somebody on social media go, hey, uh, I'm thinking about writing a book. Not really sure how to get started, but, um, you know, how'd you guys start? They're obviously in the infancy stages. They're not ready to work with anybody. <sighs> Here we go. Oh my God, I will make you a bestseller and I have the most amazing book coaching platform on the planet. I have worked with 11 different individuals and they've all written best-selling books and I cannot wait to work with you because you are an amazing swell person and you should, you should definitely work with me because I will make you a bestseller and I was, and they're like, yo dude, I was just, I was, I was just wondering who, like, how'd you get started? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of somebody like me comes along and goes, Oh, well, here's how you get started. Here's what I would do. And if you want to go this way and this way and educate them and they're like, Oh my gosh, how giving is that person? What exactly. else does he know? And when exactly. you come from a place of service, when you come from a place of giving, that's when law of attraction rewards you. That's absolutely correct. And I love to end the show on that note because when you give and give now, you have to make sure that you're not giving to the point where you're, um, uh, your energy Broke. gets tapped into. No, well, that, but your energy gets tapped into. Because right. uh, that's something right. that I, I, you have to put your boundaries up. You got to yeah. have your boundaries, but they're called flexible boundaries. You right. know, so it's about giving from the heart, sharing from the heart with your flexible boundaries. <laughs> okay. And so that helps you stay resilient. That helps you stay grounded and tuned in and tapped and turned on as a good friend of mine says. So Sean, I want to thank you again for being here today and please tell the audience, how can they reach you? Yeah, I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. You can subscribe to my radio show, Life Transformation Radio. I have three more podcasts coming out this year. Wow. So I'll be hosting four podcasts by the end of this year. I'm working on a book right now called Positioning is Everything. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, I'm going to end up giving that away. And I love having conversations with people. I absolutely, like if I could just, if I could just tune one thing differently, just a, a millimeter to the left or a millimeter to the right, and all of a sudden it works for you, and all of a sudden you start crushing it, that's what I love. I absolutely. That is so cool. absolutely love that. So Awaken the Possibilities, hey, yep. my audience, get in touch with Sean Douglas at the successcore.com. Successcore.com. Look for him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Believe me, he's all over the place. So thank you, Sean, for being here today. And to my Awaken the Possibilities audience, thank you so much for being here weekly and for supporting all the work that we do to help humanity elevate their energy and really 
get into a place of love, appreciation, and joy. As you know, you know where to find us. Go to intuitiveleadership.com for coaching and event management services. And to uh, listen to the show, you can go to awakenthepossibilities.com. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on ACAST that delivers to all of the radio show platforms that are out there from Spotify to iHeart to SoundCloud. Bada bing, bada boom, we are there. So thank you so very much and we will see you all next time to your success. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Visit our website at awakenthepossibilities.com to subscribe to listen and rate our podcast on your favorite platform such as YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Cashbox, and more. For events, business, mindset, and leadership coaching services and courses, visit our website at intuitiveleadership.com. We look forward to sharing more insightful episodes and wish you much success in your business and life.